Hey, I'm Zach. I'm Richie. And this is You Chew in the Back, your Comic Media Guides podcast. Welcome, everyone, for our fourth episode. It is. I can't. Yes, we're we're already here. Already, and what? and our fourth episode is uh, gonna feature. We decided to do this. I want to start yes, quickly with absolutely um, our um, just a you know there are a lot of things that take place to get these movies into our into our. I guess, mythos to the existence, you know, and, uh, yes. every single person that works on that is important. Um, and there, some could argue one of the more important parts are the people that portray these characters, yes. how they take what their take on it is and what they deliver. And it is, especially when you're talking about heroes and anti-heroes and villains and just comics in general, when you take on a role of that character, you almost combat the character's importance against your own. Yes. Um, this this movie features the late Ray Stevenson. Yes. Um, mm, rest in he, peace. He passed away this year, um, mm. 2023, and uh, we thought we're going to go ahead and push forward um, um, his representation in the comic book world. Um, so this is in honor of him. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Ray, for everything yes. you've done in your career. Uh, giving us this movie so we can enjoy it through the podcast and we are just our condolences and thoughts yep. with friends and family he, he will live on uh, forever on celluloid and uh you know i know we don't usually get too much into it but uh i was just looking him up and he even had at one of the last cons he was at you know pictures of him on the back of him as the punisher mm-hmm. so he never you know not you know, put that out and embraced it. So that's pretty cool. So, uh, we'll tell the quick tales of the tape. This is Punisher Warzone, released in 2008, directed by Lexi Alexander. Uh, this movie had a budget of $35 million. All right. And, um, let's just say that the box office didn't quite hit that number. Ah. It was around $10.1 million they brought in to the theaters. So, uh, this is in all instances a bit of a bomb and uh we're gonna talk about the direction they went and why maybe we're being a little too harsh on it and maybe some of it was right exactly why don't you take us back through time all right this movie was released on december 5th 2008 uh the hit song at that time was live your life from ti featuring rihanna excellent uh the top movies at the time the top movie at the time was four christmases but that was only because Twilight had come out a couple of weeks prior ah. and was number two. Gotcha. Um, and then on this date, also, this is gonna—I can't believe it's been this long. This was also on this date. O.J. Simpson is convicted of stealing sports memorabilia from his Las Vegas oh. uh, and, and going to jail. Wow. Yes. And um, I don't know if we said the release date, but it was December fifth, two thousand eight. Exactly. I'm not, yep. I'm not sure if we said that or not. And then um, for our lives, um, IWMC is in the planning stages during this movie. Oh yes, the comic shop. Yep. Uh, this was one of the films that uh, Sean and I, along with Valkyrie. Uh, that came out around that same time. Uh, we were setting up diamond accounts and setting up the I Want More Comics and going to dinners and all that stuff. So this was one of the films that we went and saw. So I know three people who went and saw this in That's the theaters. Excellent. Well, now that we're going in the theater, how many tickets are you buying? And again, this is our grading uh, system. So five tickets means everybody. We're taking everybody. Exactly. Um, and one means, you know what, maybe this is just for Zach and I. Uh, so this is going to be our first uh, one ticket. So I. One ticket for you. This is a one ticket for me. I think that um, this is going to be for me. 
Yes, uh, for I'm going to join you with that. I'm actually not going to hit it as hard with a one. I think I'm at two. I'm going to buy me and a friend's ticket uh, to bring us in, and uh, I'll explain why when we get in there. Exactly. Okay. So, all right, uh, do you want to uh, head into the theater? I think we should. Let's go. All right, I smell popcorn. Hit play now. All right, so uh, what we're going to... I love the music start um, right here from the... Music selection alone is worth the the price of the ticket for me. Exactly. Um, And then we're going to be seeing the Marvel Knights and Max Punisher logo. Uh, This was the Punisher logo on the comics at the time, so... And not only that, but Marvel Knights was a production that they were going... This one of two films that actually made it through the Marvel Knights section. It was supposed to be a production that focused on the more adult... uh, uh, arena of video uh, comics. Uh, comics yeah and yeah. exactly just like the comics so um and to get right off the bat from the very beginning these are going to be based off the garth and garth ennis punisher comics so one of the things i always tell people when they start watching this film or say should i watch this film this is a adaptation that of those comics this isn't trying to be like the definitive punisher adaptation of all the comics and like for a new era mm-hmm. this is trying to be a faithful Garth Ennis Punisher adaptation. Yes, and there was a lot of store backstory behind this. This is actually a reboot. Um, was slated a long time as a continuation. Ray Stevenson. Right uh, there, why we're here? Yep. Um, a, he. This is a. This is a reboot that was supposed to be a sequel called Punisher Two with Thomas Jane. Um, a lot of things went into that. Biggest one that most is documented is that the script wasn't good. No one liked the script, and over and over they kept trying to reboot the script. And it was almost four years that Thomas Jane was uh, working out, staying in shape, trying to promote this movie that was coming out, he kept saying. And eventually it just never landed. No one got the script right. Um, It was uh, Lexi Alexander, when she took over, Thomas left the project, said he was no longer going to kind of wait for a film that would never come, or he didn't believe in, is what he said. Yep. And... uh, um, when when Lexi got it, she was a huge fan of Garth Ennis yep. and decided that she would um, she wanted to be truthful of that. She read the um, Marvel Knights comics and said, "I'd like to do this." And they all agreed. Everyone agreed. So, a bit rushed, a bit change in direction is what you're going to feel in this movie. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of really good things that are taking there place. Is. There is. Um, in throughout the film, some of it. A little hokey, but some of it is a necessary hokey and a, a, a bit of a time past. Yes, exactly. Well, and and if you read the Garth Ennis comics, there's going to be dark humor. And I think that some of it was lost on people because they were like, oh, this is a guy killing people. But Garth Ennis has always had that, like, let's blow them up, let's have something silly happen to make you laugh. Um, and, you know. I want to talk about how green it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is a very, uh, this is actually a... I think it explains the area of era of two thousand three to two thousand seven. It's sure. actually behind the times in this. Um, I was gonna say eight, I, I was gonna say, and the director said in an interview she wanted an eighties vibe. So I definitely get eighties vibes on here for okay, sure. Okay, so the very first thing I watched this with my partner on the first run. Uh, Zach and I watched these about three times to get yep. used to it while we're watching it. Exactly. Um, uh, the very first thing that was said to me by my partner was, um, "That guy looks like Steven Seagal." Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think that that's where we're going for. He, I get Garth, Garth Ennis and um, uh, 
who's the, the illustrator at that time? Uh, Steve Dillon. Steve Dillon was was he doing Marvel Knights too? Uh, it was he. It was him and Derek Robertson yes. did some of that. Um, yes. But they would draw him looking like an '80s action star. Mm-hmm. You know, this is your Rambo's. This is brutal. Come on. Direct. You want to start your? Who's the villain here? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we want to talk about who's going to be chewing up every scene. Yep, we have. that's uh, Dominic West, uh, yes. McNulty from The Wire. If you, if anybody's listening, has seen that great show. It's Michael Brian Michael Bendis there. I mean, it really does look <laughs> like it. Yes, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Actually. No, but I mean, wow, he really does. <laughs> I generally was like, oh, it's Brian Michael Bendis. Look at that. And this character Soap is also from the comics. Mm-hmm. So again, very comic um, accurate. When we're talking about comic accuracy, this is. Very nice. It, it is. It is almost off the script. It it is exactly. And like Richie was saying, when you look into this movie, you find out. And Lexi Alexander has no qualms about talking about this. Is that when she got the script, this beginning scene that we're going to see coming up here, and the ending kind of bigger fight um, was scripted, and everything else was all the actors and her coming up with it as they shot. Right. Because it, one of the things about um, the rights is that this was a Lionsgate film, and they had the rights to punish her. And if they didn't make another Punisher within a certain amount of time, then the rights reverted back to Marvel. This is, a, this is a, the same kind of licensing that everyone had. Fantastic Four, Hulk, everybody has to exactly. continue. Even Sony right now, yes. as they continue to with, pump out Spider-Man movies, the yep. only reason they're doing that is obviously they like money. But mostly yes. it's because they want to keep that license. If they don't, if they go a year or two without making a movie, exactly. it actually can revert back to Disney. And and usually it is around like five, six years, something like that. So when Thomas Jane says four years was waiting, then yeah, they probably had a year left to go and they to had to get done. this out. And exactly. a, lot of, a lot of production companies uh, put out some pretty mediocre movies yep. because of that license agreement. Um, especially the the biggest example being Fantastic Four. Yes. Yep, exactly. Um, but as you were saying, um, let's talk about Dominic West here. I, I, I wrote in my notes, decided to give one of the best camp villain um, performances in comic history. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Dominic West decided to go the opposite way and say, I want to be the king of comic villain over the topness. That's but didn't you didn't you create a, a, a code name for this? Yes, I did. Fun in villain land. This is um, fun in villain land. You're that. gonna you're gonna hear that a couple times throughout this um this uh, movie here, guys. Uh, and let's let's just uh, really quick make sure that everybody understands that Dominic West is an incredible actor. Oh, he's fantastic. He, I mean, if you've seen he's The Wire, seen here, and he's going over the top. Yes, but it, it's a it's a and and uh, you'll hear this through movie people a lot. Is like uh, actors have to do a take. Yes. Right? Regardless of anything, they have to bring something to the cinematic realm, and it's a take. Yep. And and Dominic's take is going to be extreme and over the top, and and legit being a comic book villain. Yeah, absolutely. I, I say a la Batman sixty six villains. This is Frank Gershwin. This is Cesar Romero. These are people oh, yeah. that are embracing. Well, and Jigsaw the in the comics is supposed to be insane and. Um, crazy and over the top, but like, uh, you know, there's different ways you can play him. You can make him scary seven over the top and disturbing, or you can go like this, which is, again, he has been in the comics this way too. So. This scene always reminds me of um, David Mazzucchelli and Frank Miller's Batman Year One. Yep, yep. Uh, I, you have feasted yep. well. <laughs> um, but what I'm going to bring up here is one excellent take for Punisher, okay? 
This is if this isn't this start is, with the skull and just go. This is one of the best. This is one of the best scenes in the entire film, right here. It really is, and it's <laughs> <laughs> the obnoxiousness. Like if that doesn't set the entire tone for the film, is I just cut this dude's head off with a machete, and I'm going to kill everyone around this table. <laughs> yes, and but that's what the Punisher is. Yes, um, he's not. You know, he's not funny. He's not flashy. He's supposed to be just right. and killer. And this is almost the complete opposite direction. A lot of you, I'm assuming, that are watching this, if this is your first time watching it, what you're combating against is, I guarantee, I'm, if I had to put money down, you've watched the Disney streaming so yes. uh, yep. Punisher with John Bernthal. Exactly. is a masterpiece. Uh, Fantastic. You're combating against that watching this. Yes. And you're trying to compare it. And I'm going to stop you right there. Don't do that. No. You're going to hate, hate the entire time you watch it. You'll just hate watch it the entire time. And there's no fun in that. I mean, you can be fun sometimes, but yes. there are good things that you might miss if you're just well, trying and, to compare it. Well, and, and to tease in just a little bit, um, I think that this movie has one of the best comic book movie castings ever as well. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about Ray Stevenson and his excellent acting oh, he's, right now. There, he's a he's a he's a plus for this movie yeah, this for is, sure he's carrying it on his shoulders if you ask me him Absolutely. and dominic west are just doing everything they can with not a lot no and and even soap here is really good um but, I, yeah he he yes but like genuinely uh punisher's not going to say a lot through this film he nope. has to has, have this kind of stoic kind of unstoppable force feeling to him uh, Punisher is one of the funnest, easiest, and also hardest uh, characters to write if you read throughout the years is because he doesn't have really character development. Mm-hmm. They try to do some character development in this film, which is what you need to do to try and get a movie done. Yeah. But he is one of those characters who, when his family died, until he dies, his one mission is to kill bad guys. And that's kind of it. And and now we can kind of discuss... Um, great, great scene. Um now we can kind of discuss about comic book heroes. And a lot of times when you watch comic book movies, you'll get into scenarios where people go like, oh, that is not Punisher. That's just not who that is, right? Or that's that's not how Batman would act, or that's not how Spider-Man is. Um, I will go ahead and tell you, anyone that's ever said that to you was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll stand by it, because they, these characters have been written for 40, 50, 70, even 90 years. Exactly. There's... If the if there's an iteration of them, it's either been done or is being currently done. Yep. Uh, regardless, the whole point of them is they stretch. They can be malleable. absolutely. Yep. And that's why comic book films in general are so fun to watch is because you can get this is '80s action film. Okay. Yes. If you're looking for a a, a mystery or something like that, this isn't the m- movie for you. This is going to be like. Just this scene. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Great special effects. So good. <laughs> um, but, again, we're talking about, like, this is this is going to be 80s. If you put this against RoboCop. Oh, yeah. If you put this against um, Rambo. Rambo's a better film. Sure. But this is in that genre. Oh, these guys. I'll put this against, uh, 
This, if this is the most 2000 thing ever is parkour. Well, and, and it's so funny because these guys are in the comics too, they but are. I don't remember them being this annoying. But anyway. <laughs> but the parkour aspect of it is hilarious to me, oh. and it's very 2000s. Oh, a 2006 Casino you, Royale parkour villain. We're not doing necessarily cool parkour here. We're like jumping off of tables and, <laughs> you know, doing oh, a flip when absolutely. we can. No, but, but like you were saying, Punisher started out as a Spider-Man B-list villain. Yes. And why is he B-list? list he was working for another villain and he was supposed to just be a part of that 70s late 70s early 80s drugs crime guns everything's rampant and we needed somebody to kind of embody that grittiness and he made up a uh jerry conway created the punisher for spider-man and then he kept coming back and then he had a bad backstory and then that's where so so like you know if somebody says oh i want the original first Punisher, then he needs to be a Spider-Man villain and not anything that we've seen. Yeah. But that's not true. What we've come to know him as is this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is why, and again, as a, if you love the Garth Ennis comics and you, and if you love this movie after watching this, then read the Garth Ennis comics, you will love them. If you don't like this movie and say, I want more cerebral, more, less dark humor, all that kind of stuff, then check out some of the other Punisher comics. Right. And, and again, with that, like one of the things that I would argue is, Sometimes it's incredibly difficult to really love Punisher, sure. and, and it's because of his character. Uh, there's a tough, there's a tough line. There's a reason why in Batman mythos, like he's against killing, right? Yes, because at a certain point, you're like, this dude's a straight up serial killer. Sure. You know? Oh, absolutely. And so, what you need to do to kind of combat that, it, it it works in a lot of comic books. Is you can take it one way. You can go ultra realism. Yes. And that's where you see John Bernthal's take, which is very militaristic. He's yep. got PTSD. He's been through true trauma. Exactly. Um, and then there's the comic book aspect, or even I would say like the vanilla aspect, which is your Thomas Jane, where like yeah, he'll do some mean things, but he's also got the the quirky popsicle kind of torture kind of thing. Exactly. And then there's then there's the ultra surrealism where it is just over the top. Like, you know what? Let's not worry about the real real problems of society. Instead of looking at these guys like human beings, let's yes. look at them like titans or exactly. aliens yes. or even monsters and just enjoy a show. Yeah, so the way I describe Punisher um, at the comic book store when I was when I was working was that Punisher is is a great comic book and fictional character because he is that itch. When you watch the news and you go and you have that gut shot internal reaction, whatever it is, I'm not talking about politics. I don't like it when Punisher is involved with politics. Oh, yeah. I think that it's, Punisher... It's a real bad idea. Exactly. I think that Punisher is a fantastic... Um, express valve for all the stuff and this is why I love reading different characters, watching different movies, loving different comic book um, characters, is because they have different things. I don't think the Punisher is a good idea in real life. I don't think the Punisher is something that you should be as you know what I mean? Aspire to ever? Exactly. But but when you want, but when life starts getting you down and you watch the news and you hear about something he is the character that scratches that itch that says he is just justice. Yes. And that's why I've loved the Punisher over the years. But when they get into some of the other stuff, I don't. I just want him to be the force of justice. Yes. Pure, vengeful justice. Uh-huh. Um, love this. This is a great... Excellent. Um, this is a great origin. Um, and also, do you kind of get the vibe that they're kind of mimicking Batman 89? A little bit. Yeah. All right. Excellent. No, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good take. Yeah. 
with the hands and the mm-hmm. sticking out, um, which is a great shot coming up. And that's the other thing I want to talk about this movie. Um, if you look up the critics' reviews and in everything, people and I agree with them. I think the acting is is pretty good. I think the sh- the shots and the cinematography are brilliant. I think the music is great. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work fully. And just like how Iron Man was a movie where you didn't go in knowing everything, mm-hmm. and it worked stupendously yes this one you went in not knowing how it worked and it just came out okay right and that's not bad when you consider what they had to go through and when you when you when you heard me in the beginning talk about the great shot oh so good great shot um when you when you hear me talk about the tales of the tape you can automatically kind of write this movie off like yep it was a flop it's terrible okay sure um however you also have to compare the the, the problems with it again another scenario where we had a movie in pro- production nobody could agree on the take and it just bombed right four yep. years pulled apart is a really rough thing to do second uh this is the very beginning of an era where we changed the entire atmosphere of comic book movies for all time yep um a little movie called iron man released just before and Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yep, so yep. Is, both 2008. These so. are insane, insane movies that have that have changed the course. Two of, of the best comic book movies ever, probably. Yes, and yeah. and will be mimicked for many, many years to come. Still now. And this is trying to be. And if you don't know Lexi Alexander's other work, she did a small movie, I believe, called uh, Green Street Hooligans. Yes. And um, that is very low budget, very dark, very gritty. And they wanted to do it dark and gritty. And watching the trailers, um, they use the same voice as the Saw guy. Great score here. Great score. Um, But they use the same voiceover as the Saw guy. So this was the Lion's Gate Saw, gritty, everything. You can't see Saw in this. Like, (laughs) look at at all the the shadings. 100%. But again, but but I do like that. I think that this is a beautiful looking movie. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not a problem with this movie. It's not. I think it creates, uh, if if you're ready for this, this is um, a very older version of the same type of style that you see in the Batman that just released. Uh, I agree. It's it's a 2007 version of, like, I'm creating this. And I like the harsh tones in the background because what it's doing for me is it's showing um, comic book panels. Yes. You know, like, this is a blue panel. Yes. You know, there's uh, and, and And to go into how he's feeling. Uh-huh. He just killed um, the undercover officer, and he is, like, about ready to just lose it, and yeah. he is... There's no warmth here. No. And I dig it. The only warmth is coming from that candle in the corner, and it just works. Exactly. And and again, so like you can tell that she thought out the shots. That that's all. Um, that's not. Yeah. And and again, again, you're looking at um, you're looking at Ray perform. Ooh, so good. Uh, again, uh, practical. Practicals right were fire in this. Something that we've kind of lost. You know exactly. And that was one of the things I did uh, enjoy, and that I forgot about rewatching this is. Oh, this is still the old, let's have guns, let's have... Um, see, again, another great shot. Beautiful. Um, sets up the Punisher and what's going on. Oh, and now we're going to get... Uh, I love Julie Benz. As, uh, I love this actress. She this was is in, your classic movie trope of I will observe the, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the funeral. Afar, Absolutely. My trench. Come on, this is classic. Yep. Um, we have... Um, a f- another great a British actor. Mm-hmm. He's been in a lot of the Pierce Bra- uh, Brosnan James Bond films. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in this uh, right there. 
Yes. Um, uh, and he's really good in this movie. He's he's fun. I he's he's fun. Uh, Julie Ben, she was also in like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's been in tons of other stuff. Um, Dexter, mm-hmm. uh, love her, love yes. her as an actress. But yeah, this is a uh... very stoic. Um, I was going to talk about um, when with with Ray, you can see him uh, during his performances here. He has to do a lot of the portraying of emotion without words. He's not communicating. He's not. He's not really, like, saying, oh, I'm so mad. He has to just kind of, like... And it's tough because Punisher himself is mad anyway. Yes. So you have to put on another level of, like, I just broke a code. <laughs> yes. And, and and portray all of this. Exactly. Which, which again, is something that I know that a long, long-time Punisher fans have a problem with. And I understand because most in the, the comics Punisher would go, I have to make atonement for this, I gotta figure that out, but I'm not gonna stop my mission, and I'm gonna probably kill more people now because I made a mistake. Uh But this is a movie, and actors and actresses, they need an arc and something to do. And if you just have the Punisher, um, even though, you know, comic accurate would be no remorse, no nothing, I don't care about anybody, Uh um, that wouldn't be as interesting to play, and that's not kind of the tone they're going for. Right, and then so this is one of the tiny. That was one of the tiny missteps in this. But as Zach says, it's always something like it. it it's the same thing when Batman retired in uh, Christopher Nolan's series. Like at one point, he's just like, "Ah, oh, we did it. My leg hurts." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and again, that's a choice because they wanted to be the first Batman to end. Yes. But this one is a Punisher. I do like this. Yeah. The doing the flashbacks because instead it, of doing a whole. Yeah, because it is a reboot. They're going to just assume that you know this stuff. But this is just a quick refresher because it technically doesn't connect with the other one. Exactly, and um, and again, you know. Uh, Punisher kind of killed his emotions the day that they died. So a lot of times in comics in the past, a scene like this has never happened. But it's a movie, and you want Ray to give him some acting, and yeah. he kills He's it. Doing it. And that's and again, so that's why I kind of put this as a part of the Punisher mythos. And if you like the Garth Ennis stuff, you'll like this movie. But no, this is not your first Punisher thing you should. So we, in my opinion, and uh, because Zach said it earlier, like uh, Lexi started off with a beginning and an end, and they kind of had to fill out the middle, right? And I would argue that we've just finished the first part of this movie. Yes. And now we are going to go through the woods yep. for the most part yes. the, about for about... Let's call it 60 minutes or something. Um, yeah, I, I have in my notes, they needed a writer for this scene. You don't know what a liaison is. <laughs> right. You Like, come on. Um, but And this is when you need a writer, because they're trying to get some some backstory. And, and also found out that um, Lexi did not have Final Cut. The studio did. Ah. And there are some shots in some of this editing mm-hmm. where I think that like him talking to these cops happened later, and him talking to Soap happened first, but they edited it. Right. Opposite, and it doesn't and I, work. And I will tell you, and you'll, you guys will, everybody will hear us uh, say this a lot. You will find that Zach and I will argue for the directors always. We are always on the re- director's team. Anytime we talk about studio, it becomes more of a three headed monster that we're like, yep, that's definitely what. I love that line delivery. That was. Yes. I, uh, no, but you're right. Yes. I don't believe in a bad director. 
I just don't. I think that there are directors that move forward on things. I don't think anyone goes out to make a bad. Well, movie. and 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 creating is so hard anyway. Right. And like like we talked about in our Iron Man episode, uh, you know, go check out that one. Mm-hmm. They also had almost the exact same problem. They had most of a script, but they didn't have all of it, or they had half of one. Yeah. And what they made from their um, perspectives and their acting and their making stuff up turned into something magical sometimes it doesn't happen that way and but they still made a marketable actual watchable film from pretty much what we're saying is almost nothing and that is a hard thing to do so when everything isn't perfect or this lighting or this shot isn't the best that's ever been and that's why when marvel gets stuff why is marvel so special kevin feige was one of those people that said i want to make sure that this scene of um a background extra of somebody flying in is perfect. Yeah. And back then we didn't have that luxury. didn't have the money, the time or anything like that. It so really, it, if you want to talk about reflecting off of 89, right? Yes. Soap is absolutely, um, Bullock. Oh, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? I know you're you know talking. Talk yes, 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 yes. But, and, and like they even have the illustration of the, the, mythological punisher in the background Knox. Yeah, yeah Knox. Knox. yes, yes Knox. 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 Uh, um, which is kind of the character of Bullock the, yes the, the, I totally have that why yeah. is it a picture uh, uh, drawing the aesthetic right yep the aesthetic is very like noir 80s yes which is very Tim Burton yes very much so very much so um, and then this is so explaining everything we already know about Punisher uh, adding more time to the film that I almost think we don't need. I think that we could have cut some of these scenes out. Yep. Right. Again, why is it a well, picture? <laughs> did they never get a photo of him as a Punisher? Even though they showed a photo earlier. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but again, this is um, this is ADR. This is um, them shooting stuff in between. Yes. And again, that's why it feels clunky and not is and I, great. I think, I think it takes away from the film. It like, does. If, and 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 that's what we want you to when you're watching it and you're like, man, this movie sucked. If you want to get a new perspective on it, which I hope you do, and that's why you're watching these with us, we'll try to... We... I know it sounds like Zach and I don't think that there are bad movies. Sure. Yes. We, I promise you. We do. We do. And but, this is one of them. Yes. This is one of... We think it's bad, but we try to pull out the positivity. And we and try it, and tell you why they're thinking their way mm-hmm. and how they got to this way. And if you look at this, when Punisher's on screen... I think it becomes, it's great. It almost becomes a different film. Yes. It's weird, and any time that we, like, because really... 100. W- really what we're doing here is it, it really feels like we're really just dragging it out. We're trying to get more out of, I think what they had was probably 60 minutes. Yes. And No, no tried, totally. They tried to bust it out into 90. Yep. And every extra minute here, I think you feel. Yes. Um, yes. And again, and now I think that we're back into, okay, yeah. now we're into the story. All hey. right, hey, here we go. So <laughs> this is Wayne Knight as Micro, and I think that this is a perfect casting. I agree. I, I think that um, if you uh, follow the Punisher from the 80s and into the 90s, this was a big character in his mythos. Um, they they kind of got rid of him in the late 2000s, and he hasn't been around as much. Mm-hmm. But if you're a Punisher fan from that time, Micro was the man in the van. Yeah. The man in the computers back in the 90s when those had to go into a van, yeah. and that was a big deal. And Wayne Knight is playing it perfectly. Uh, Wayne Knight is also an underrated actor. Yeah. Uh, he is he is fire in everything he's in. Regardless of what you think, 
he is great in every single film. He gets bit parts, yeah, but he plays those bit parts so well that they're always memorable. Exactly. And, he, and this is no slouch. In a movie that, in theory, he could kind of phone it in, yeah. I feel like he's bringing it. Exactly. And so, and we live in an age where people say, um, well, I wish people would get something accurate. Well, this movie does have a really comic accurate character, and that's going to be um, Micro here. Uh, I think his arc, rewatching this a couple times, is perfect. He never changes. This is the comic. He helps him with guns. He helps him with tech. He helps him with again, his philosophy, that, all that. Again, so. as you watch this film, you'll see the, the misstep here is I think that we should have focused a little bit more on Micro and a little less on the cops. Uh, yes. I think that uh, you'll see, I think the family aspect, I understand why it's there. Yes. Um, and and the, the Sophie's choice at the end makes sense. Yes. But they didn't. They didn't pull it out enough. Exactly. Uh, and again, this, for me, is the Batman 89 scene, except for there's people now. It's a, You're talking about 89. We're the, give me a mirror. Give, give me, me a mirror. mirror. And then he's a, do you recognize the um, doctor here? Ooh, I do not. What's going on? Um, the doctor who's going to be walking in here, I was pretty shocked to see, is one of the main actors on a sci-fi show that we like to call The Expanse. Oh, no. Uh, this is going to be, um, yeah, we'll see. Why did I not? I've seen this three times. I didn't I didn't see this. Yep, that's... Oh, my God. Yep, that's... You're uh, right. Yep, from The Expanse. Uh, that is going to be um, the... Yeah, so this is going to be one of our uh, actors from The Expanse right. that we love. That's, and that's uh, crazy. And again, even his bandages look like uh, Joker 89 right yes. there. That is, that's bonkers. I, I did not see that. I, when I, the first time I was <laughs> watching sure it, I, it right I went crazy, yeah. And if you've not watched The Expanse, highly recommend it. But, um, <laughs> yes. I will always... I literally have to stop Zach from talking about it, so... <laughs> pretty much, uh, Let's just talk about The Expanse, though. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's the same actor. And again, I feel like this is a 2008 version of the Joker scene. Batman. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of parallels from there. Um, and I will even say that, uh, Dominic is doing that performance too. Yes. Yes, he does. Oh, and I love the little henchman here. This is, uh, this is, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so ugly. So hideous. Horse sign. Horse what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad cut, not great. <laughs> no, not a great. No, but you know what? I, I love his that, that guy. His his dad doesn't care about his shoes at all. He was like, oh, "That's gross." <laughs> Nobody cares that that dude vomited right all over everybody there. No, and sorry, man. You're uh, yeah. Uh, I do like Jigsaw's um, prosthetics. The, the 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 makeup that he has on the practical on this is great. And and again, he gets to play it up because he's impractical. So there's there's a lot of good stuff. A little oh, jigsaw. You see, at, ooh. He, ooh, how how does he figure Remember. his name? Yeah. Yes, but again, this shot right here is a great opening shot. Great, a great shot to introduce him. And again, what you're trying to do here is dehumanize them. Like you don't want to care about your villain in this com- in this uh, movie no. or, or in the comic in general. You no. want you. Uh, it's kind of the same plot line that I take my stance with Batman. A lot of people are like, "Ooh, let's really dive into like where Joker's at with like his mental state and all these." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't 
want that. I'd exactly. rather it just be like a mythical evil, you know, black hat, if you will, as he puts on his black hat. The I know that people want these to be real people, but at the end of the day they still are characters. Right. And so good characters have to have some aspects that are heightened or better or lower um, or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. What what my favorite part about this is is that we haven't even gotten to him embracing the insanity yet. No. This is underplaying Jigsaw right now. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, yeah, no, we're going to be coming up pretty soon. Oh. James is great in this film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to be uh, delving into villain land here in just a minute. <laughs> but these guys are all having fun. That's one of the things that I will say rewatching is that I don't, you may not like how campy these guys are doing it, but the actors who are playing the villains are having fun. And you can kind of tell. So that's nice. Like you said, the stuff with the villains and the Ray are some of the best stuff to watch. Yes. I do I do like it. That shot was held on too long for no reason. And, <laughs> <laughs> and now we move into, into this greatness. Um, again, this is just a little too much time with our, yes. our victim, you know? Yes. Um, the victim of circumstance and arguably, like, I do kind of like, um, the concept of, um, Punisher not being able to process the loss for the kid family. Like, he's basically turned a kid into a Punisher. Exactly, yes. But it is a little weird that he's uh, following them around. It's so and... creepy. And, and fair is fair. If Castle was going to like try to be solace, I think he would be creepy. Like, yes, yes. It wouldn't come off as like, oh, he's being warm. Oh, here we go. Straight Fun Asylum. in villain land. If if if. If if you're if you're making this episode into a drinking game, anytime I say fun and villain land, yes, because we are gonna ah, uh, uh, this is gonna be Doug Hutchinson from The Green Mile, yeah, um, and a time to kill another movie I really enjoy. Uh, let's just talk about um, uh, Garth Ennis, right? Tell me how Garth Ennis this entire it is, scene is the it is, whole build. Yes, the, this is a Garth Ennis villain, and the overweight orderly that's taking the food, and like this is very Garth yes, it Ennis, is. Yes, dark boring. humor. Yep, yes, it is. Doug Hutchinson is just bringing it he's for Looney. Go, and again, he was like, he saw what Dominic was bringing, and he's like, "I'm your brother, right? Yes, I'm going to absolutely jump in with you with this." Um, one hundred. <laughs> Very classic, like, let's make sure to make this guy a jerk because of what we're going to do. Does any of it make sense? No. No, no it does not. <laughs> no. Not, not really. I don't think they're looking for it to make sense. Oh, dark. But, again, the weird editing of this film, you went from... The juxtapose here is really shifting you. You really have to be, like, turning on a dime with your emotions. Yes. Like, was I supposed to be still, like, mulling over the fact that Castle lost his family? Or should I be embracing this psychotic aspect of two... I remember when this came out and talking to people, this Mm -hmm. scene, this character, was where a lot of people said they jumped ship. They said they were fine up until here, and then they were... But it's very important to talk about... How accurate this is for comic I agree. Books. Yes, I... Because 
you absolutely like I can just see it on the page. One hundred percent ripping this dude's intestines out here in a minute. Well, and, with and his bare hands and teeth. Yes, and that is very Garth Ennis comics. And like you said, maybe it works better on the comic page than it does um, it, on a screen like. I'm going to get my applesauce apple back. He's like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, come on. If you're not having fun watching this, come on. Tell me, tell me, tell me. That's how I'm going to order food from now on. Yes, please. I would like my applesauce back. And again, this kid threw up a little while ago, and he's all good watching this. He's fine. He's fine now. I do he like this. Tell him to shape up. I do like that um, he uh, is talking about his meds. He's like, yes. don't you think we should take that? Oh, <laughs> I think he's great. I would. And he puts them in his pocket. Correct. Yeah. That's the right move. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then again, and now we're going to go into. Why? Why with the cut there? Like, it was just. Throw that in, but we got We just got to keep all these things. I've never seen so much of a race to get to where they knew they were going. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you can see that here is like every scene that's not in the, like that last scene was paced just move, move, move. This move, is crazy. Move. And now we slow way down. Like we do slow. Now Uber. I like the scene as like a scene. Good. Yeah. Seems good. Placement yes. might be wrong. Yes. And pacing, I think, is incorrect because I agree. of what we just but, saw. But, but like you said earlier, when we're like delving into this, and again, I, it, it totally makes sense that it, I think things were edited out of order. Mm-hmm. Because it feels that way. need this scene for our, juxt- our big answer later. Yes. This, this scene is almost a little over the top for me. Sure. Um, and, and... Again, poor editing or bad direction of continuity, right? Great actress. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling anything from her in this scene. Yeah. And way worse later, it's like she's on top of it right here. Got a gun on a dude that walked up to her porch. And later, let's just say we're caught off guard in a very weird way. <laughs> yes. We'll bring it up later, but right now... No, I, I no, I, I, totally agree. Let's focus on how good Ray Stevenson is doing again. Yep. Uh, just... Well, and, and again, like you, I think that they had the bones of a scene here, and yes. then they made stuff up on the days they were filming, and... I think they, I think you can kind of see it, yeah. You can, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I believe, like you said, I believe that he's... Broken up, but uh, she Who punishes you. Oof, <laughs> oof. <laughs> and again, like, and so when it comes to comic accuracy, I have seen so many times over the years, the Avengers punishes the Punisher or whatever. The Watchmen, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've done that, but doesn't mean that it will work on the, you know, on the screen. Right. And again, there's they're they're close, they're really close here. Like him. He would put his head right against that barrel and be yes. like, you definitely deserve justice. Take this shot or we're done. Exactly. You know, and then he would actually move on in, in a comic book. Yes. Punisher would go, hey, this would be justified. You should be able to kill this me. This was a bummer. Right. Yeah. And if if she didn't take it, he would consider that debt paid and move forward. 
Exactly. Um, but for the movie, they have to get the there. They got to conflict, and and, and you got to get to your choice, like he said. Mm-hmm. Which I do remember, like like um, when I heard that those two parts were the parts that were written out. When I think them. about the movie many years later, those were the two scenes I remembered. Right. That awesome opening scene and the ending are the two things I remember and probably after seeing the it. Ones with the most planning, the most uh, forethought in front of it, and and it just shows like. Yeah, you gotta. The little flashlight for those not understanding what that meant. It's little girl, just showing that she's using that. Device. Yeah, and that she's, she's happy to have it. Yeah, I, I it it feels like it's like their alarm going on or something, right. but it's not. Yeah, it's I, not. They it's weird. It's it's hilarious what this movie chooses to tell you about and then just doesn't tell you about later. Guess what, guys? Fun in villain land. Yeah, we're back. Every time that they cut to the villains, it should say "Meanwhile" and <laughs> let them just go. It really crazy. should. It really should. But again, you know, it's oh, and so this is a, this is a wacky scene, but I like the camaraderie between the brother. Yes, it shows where like this. This is a, a scene I think is necessary to show like he's not as good as he is and why he needs his brother. Yeah, exactly. I, if I was making this movie or if I was writing it. I think that I would have cut. I think that this is a great scene, them talking. Yeah. Two crazy murderers talking about their feelings. Funny. Great. That's fun. This is funny. This works. This is Garth Ennis. Like yeah, that. That's that, a great... That good. That's good. You should cut when he's going to say, you never have to see mirrors again. And then I would show later on, like, people Just being killed with Miller, mirrors. mirrors yeah. And then them being smashed in the background. Yes, that's yes. more subtle. Yes. You could still have this talk. No. But if we are going to, let's just call this Batman 89, right? Yes. Then we need a scene where we wreck the, the lobby. Right? Yep. And, and that's, that's where we get. It's not Party Man with Prince. No. But it's also one of the worst scenes. Right here, now it starts turning into one of the worst scenes of the film. Yeah. And, and you should have just... The music take doesn't quite work. Like, we're boogieing. This isn't Party Man. The cuts aren't right. It just feels like a guy... Just feels like a guy <laughs> running back. Why flip there? I don't understand. Yeah. Yes, exa- he's Looney Ben Jim. I understand that. It's just. You should have again, and then we cut in a weird way. Like meanwhile. Exactly, and you should have just cut to um that next shot and gotten rid of all the dancing mirrors. But I yes, it's it is an absolute rat race. They are just moving as quickly as they can. Like, what is this scene? What are we doing? We already know they're coming. We're going to show them entering the lobby. And now, yeah. And now we're back up top to the stairs. What was? What is going on here? Exactly. Not a bad scene here. No. Again, um, beautifully with, shot. Again, the lights the colors, are amazing. The colors fit again. Uh, again, another weird thing is like, it does feel like it has Batman 89 takes, and then all of a sudden it will slip into... Like Resident Evil and uh, Saw, Saw yep. you know, like it slips into those like styles. One hundred percent. And I just, <laughs> just like I just can't get over. It. I mean, it... <laughs> Doug, I <laughs> what is going? On, I don't know how you took your take further than Dominic did. Well, and that's what I'm saying is that I feel like Dominic is a take having a take and is still. He's acting this crazy. He's holding on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Doug he, is not. He, Doug's he, gone. We've lost him. He, he jumped off the cliff. 
We're, we're screaming he, at him on his way down. And he's loving he shouldn't it. shouldn't have done that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the, this, again, the scene's good for what's happening later. And it's, yes, and this it's exposition. This is a necessary scene. Yes. The, the Ooh. great, great, uh, uh, what are we going to call that? That's a, t- there, there's a word for that that I don't know about, but, like, in film... Where it's like a shock take, basically. Like, something oh, you yeah. think's going to happen, and they do something quickly without mm-hmm. the build. Yes. And uh, there's a few of those that work very well here. I like that. Yes. Because the thing that in comic books and superhero villains and things like that, you should definitely have, like, your if when you're trying to show the difference between regular villains that you can humanize even when they're evil yep versus these crazy outside of the box weird mythical creatures that are now villains yes those guys need to be unpredictable yes and they shouldn't they shouldn't work well with the regular crime syndicate exactly everybody and everyone should treat them as some weird evil thing exactly no one should want to be around exactly no and what richie's trying to get to and i totally agree with him jigsaw and a lot of the punisher villains even though they may on the surface appear to be common criminals hitmen assassins whatever Uh they're actually more in the joker vein yes they're supposed to be reflections of him or the world done to a crazy funny silly over-the-top way and the punisher is the only way to fight them and it's not believable, and it's not supposed to be the realism of owning or being the king of a crime syndicate. Right. He's, he should be moving further and further away. Yes. Th- um, I ahead. think that this character has one of the biggest arcs in this entire film. Is this, uh, <laughs> you know what yes, I mean? Yes, you're right. Right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's... And it's so subtle, but for some reason they just gave it to him. Like, you know what? He's going to have a whole path, too. Yes, this okay. is the subtle part of this film is this guy's arc. And, and, it's, and this is where we should have been living in. Yes. Way more. The, uh, Wayne Knight, this guy, yes. Because the this film is a gang war. Yes. It has nothing really to do with like Punisher's concepts of not shooting the right person. They just kind of shoehorn that in. Exactly. When really what this should have been is there's a huge gang war brewing in New York that's just going to attack every... It's going to waste... The city. 100%. And the only way to stop it is by letting Punisher... There should have been more scenes like this. ...be the atom bomb that takes out everybody. There should be more scenes with Wayne Knight, yes. more scenes with, with the mom. With Micro, all these, all these guys should be there. Sure. But they really wanted to make the They just wanted cop... to get the cops in there, and it's like... the. If anything, the cops should have been there at the beginning going, we're not... We have no idea how to handle this. Exactly. Jigsaw's given bazookas to everybody. It's... But no, there's this weird, um, the cops still need to figure it out and have to be the good guys. Which, like you said, I think was, at that time, they didn't want to give the audience, and even the studio. I think the studio's like, you cannot go that nuanced, you cannot go, you gotta have the good guys be good guys, the bad guys be bad, and the Punisher can be in the in-between. The thing I'll I'll give them on the positive end is that I believe that Soap mm. is the catalyst that helps the cops, uh, uh, Punisher especially, the big reveal... The red herring of soap will come later and we'll talk about it, but that does give some validity to the nonsense that we're seeing with all the cops. Jurassic Park Wayne Knight right there. (laughs) That's what I thought when I... Mm -hmm. And again, the Punisher will will never give up his mission until he's dead. And 
doesn't he, want to live in retirement. That would be no, weird. No, um, and in fact, uh, the newest Jason Aaron uh, run, 12-issue series, kind of uh, ended the Punisher, and that's kind of what it was all about. The final, he finally does give it up, but not go on vacation. He no, finally... He figures out a different... Way to end. Yeah. And, yes. But, I, but again, like you said, this is another great scene that I thought we should have had more of this, in this movie. We should movie. have had more of, but again, we lose the direction of the film with our coloring and our backgrounds and everything. Sure. Like, like, it turns into a different thing, and that's weird to me. It Yes. You know? Like, where's my shading? You never lose that in the Batman. Right? That's true. It stays yep. with its shading. It stays dedicated. Even in the Saw movie that it compares to, a Resident sure. Evil with sure. the over top, this one tries to put it all together in one. It and does. loses itself while it, it does It does, that. yes. Um... But yeah, no, I, I again, just... micro-knowing everything that's going on, and again, Ray Steven, two two great actors doing their thing, and this guy just earning the benefits of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, we're going to be uh, meeting our parkour guys again here in a, in a couple minutes. <laughs> and another, this is going to be another shock take with the parkour guys that I think kind of worked. Um... And I like that you mentioned earlier that this is about relief because I want to I want to bring that up because um, this is just like when you would watch Ram Rambo or RoboCop. Yes. Um, oh boy! Now we're we're oh, back to the scenes gosh. that again. This is just the stuff that just drags. Um, and again, I'm not gonna lie. If you look at my notes, uh-huh. uh, there's a lot of writing in the I'm beginning of this movie, but now there's a lot of like. <laughs> It's like what couple words because what is there to say? Cops bonding, cops drinking, cops thinking. Yes, yes. And that's kind of what you feel when you're watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely need to have you know. But anyway, and again, we're going back to the um, the mom and the daughter. But but I do like that. This is you know now we're starting to set up some. And, um, and we're back into our hues again. Yes. We've changed, now we're in a Villains, hue. yep. Yeah. That was, it was an important scene for plot hole purposes, we needed that. So people can know exactly, yeah. Why is Punisher here, and they're going to be attacked and all that, and why is he away? An unnecessary scene of a dude being thrown out. He's yeah. Trying to wh- show how badass this guy is. Yeah, yeah brutal. All right, here we go, parkour. Here we go. I know you guys have been waiting for this. Here we go. This is the craziest parkour scenes ever. <laughs> that guy's kind of jumping on, on a pole. Dude's using a ladder just like a normal. And they're supposed to be Irish parkour criminal From gang. From the comic, yes. Yes. From the comic. And that's what they're trying to do here, but I don't know if they... It is not working. Let me... I. <laughs> it is not. Um, that's why when so many people say this, this scene is terrible and they hate it, I love it. Punisher kills the, gets yeah, rid yeah. of these guys. And again, with the music choice here, right, this is the part of it being funny. Again, hot, hot take here, surprise, shocking take. Uh, that was not even a big move. He just jumped. This is great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> and that is what this movie should have been. Yeah, yes. If they did that 
20 times over. Yes, yes. And minimize... That was pure Garth Ennis. That was yeah, pure Garth Ennis, all, dark all, humor. All of this is pure Garth Ennis. Like, Garth Ennis is, would be cheering for this scene. Exactly, and exactly. This is, they needed a lot more of this in this movie to make it at least get to break even in the box office. I agree. Even to set it aside as being like one of the best Punisher films, you sure. need more of this. Because they're not afraid of the violence, and you'll see that in later. A, yeah, but... <laughs> this guy's... I, I don't... His accent is not I don't, great. I don't, want, I don't want to bash too hard, but the acting here is not carrying me. I'll say that. Yeah. Punisher, sir. Again, a good Punisher take, though. Yeah. Uh, and, and well, again, he's, yeah. You go, oh, that's not Punisher. You, you find out later. You find out later, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, which I liked. But uh, look at how, like, that is like 1980s driving car. This literally, I thought it was, they filmed it in Seinfeld. They did, yes. <laughs> yes. Like, this is a Seinfeld shot. For yes. Sure. <laughs> I think even the cab shows up in the background a couple times doing the same. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just... That's in the past. Uh, we all have our traumas. I used to do cocaine. Yeah. Oh. There you go. That was there, Punisher. That's Punisher. Yeah. And the... Yeah, just the, <laughs> just the oh. thing on top. Oh, brutal. That's how the, like... That, that is how Punisher the second is. Scene. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. We would have had the. Yep. If we had the the di- dinner table, then we had a little cop thing, and this that was the second scene. That would have been We're wonderful. We're already on yep. a different pacing that works. Yes. Weird slow mo shot. I have that in my notes. Why is there a slow mo for a home <laughs> it's invasion? It's like they're going. It's like they're going on Armageddon mission. Yeah. To go save the world. But they're but they're going to break into someone's home. And, That's and not an cool. Incredible score going on behind this, and the cuttings just and the shots are still good. Yeah. That that score is still fire, and they're ruining it by putting all that crap in front of it. Doesn't make any sense. They really are. And again, this lady nailed. Nailed uh, Frank Castle with a gun to the back of his head at the front porch, and a whole crew of literal psychopaths walked through a back door. And she was like, Oh, the back door. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I, I we know. should have had I know. a back door. Yeah, there's not. Yeah. Like, what kind of continuity is that? Like, either she's. Either she comes out and goes, Who are you? and is or, shocked, or she has that locked down. Exactly. This is completely unnecessary to me this i agree entire scene yep even this redemption arc for this character with punisher it doesn't why are we doing this what do we do you don't have enough time to talk about this or even do it right again i think like you said we have uh, an hour and a half to fill and uh <laughs> yeah. we need to get some just, stuff in here just, i think that they were like how many minutes can we give a how many minutes can we give each character, right? And it was, okay, I need exactly six characters because I can give each of them 10 to 20 minutes of pseudo-development and that'll be enough to get me to the end sequence of this movie. Exa- yes. But you're right. It's just like, this is just a weird, pointless fight. Well, and not only that, but this fight has two like false endings. Yes. This is one that's happening right now. And then, yeah. And then... He'll get him again, and you're like, okay. See, what? <laughs> yeah, you and me both, Ray. 
We're both like, yeah, what yeah. is going on? Ray, Ray did literally do the same face everyone else went. Like, huh? What? Why are we doing this? There. <laughs> I do. Great line. Great line. I do enjoy that. <laughs> but, okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, the thing I will say that I do like about this um, is the nonchalant from the supervillains. Yes. They do not care about repercussions at this point, and no. I enjoy that. No, they do not. Not at all. They, okay. they it, legit answer the door to the cops, and I think that's just... Like, they don't panic, they don't freak that, out. Yes. They're supervillains, and I like that. That, that. that This is a fun part, yes. Uh, fun in villain land. This yes. is... <laughs> yes, it's fun in villain land. And you can tell and again, they're having fun. And again, I want to point out one more time, we're still not at full jigsaw yet. No, he we're... He has not ramped it up. That's, that's true. You need to understand that. That's right. You know when it happens, because he, he has a whole wardrobe change, but... Doesn't that look like one of the customers that, uh... Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought. He's a firefighter there, right? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. When I was watching it, I, I thought mm-hmm. that was funny. But I do like this. He goes, follow, follow me. me. Yeah, with that, that accent. Officer. <laughs> it's just the best. Thanks. I like the, or just pull us, you came into this home invasion, you don't have your own weapon? Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you grabbed a, okay. Uh, wow. Well, <laughs> Again, Soap is not bad in this. No, no, he is, and he is accurate, he's, he's fun. He's, he's supposed... actually comic book accurate in this, but and that's, the scene I don't know if we need. Yes, and, and I think we only have like an, a half an hour left of this film, and so there are good stuff in this movie. That's what we're trying to say throughout this entire film. Yeah. There are good choices, good moments, but they're not all they're not clicking. All there, and they're not, there's not enough of them linked together yes. that actually creates a great film. Exactly, you know? exactly. It's, but this is why we wanted to do this show, was to show you this sort of thing. Yeah. This is this is a perfect uh, you two in the back. Exactly because film. there are moments where I think are great, um, and one's coming up that I think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But again, now now what are they trying to do here? Make him co- corrupt? He took money, right? Like <laughs> now, we're, now if that were the case, Punisher would be cool with it. Yeah, he'd be fine with his death. There doesn't it just doesn't no, especially in the in the terms of. Punisher, you want your cop be if it's going to be the good cop, yes. you want it to be the altruistic cop. Yes, you, there should be no weird, shady, like if if Punisher found out that this this cop here did drugs, Punisher actually wouldn't care care about anymore. anymore. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's and, and that was one of the things where I'm like, okay, I think they're trying. Yeah, this is. It's a great red herring, good soap. I enjoyed use. this. Yep, and it's the only thing that gives validity to all this cop nonsense. Exactly, like, exactly right. <laughs> they are not. They are not portraying the right things to even help out the last scene, because we should see a lack of control with the police in general. Yes, they try to give us a little bit of like, ooh, they don't care. Yes. Well, and again, I think that this is, again, a problem we were talking about with just the character of Punisher. In a Punisher comic book and in a story, he's supposed to be the one who's supposed to take on the villains or the crime lords or the jigsaw, and the cops are supposed to be 
not effectual. But they're trying to make him, like, hand in hand. The weird laughing going on in the background of all this is is shooting the (laughs) That's funny. funny. That is funny. I will also point out that in a moment here, we're going to get the fakest kid handoff I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Not as bad as the sniper when they had that fake baby. No, but... But there's... And it's fine, because there's some hardcore scenes coming up, so yeah, put a fake kid in there, but... I could not help but notice oh my this, the, like the hand looked like a Ken doll. Hand. Yes. Oh. Yep. Again, weird choices. Very. It's like now, dude, you're working. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very Punisher. Perfect. Don't need to explain the physics of that. Nope. I don't need it. Exactly. Let's no. go. But that's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Just so much of this is a and a, a great Punisher scene like this. Yes, this is the. Uh, I this this is yeah. probably my. F- I love this. <laughs> Another hot take. Look, that's now a fake kid for sure. That is. <laughs> hands just. They didn't want to. See, they they didn't want to have a kid on set when they blew a guy's yeah. face and, off. Yeah, and that's fine. But I but I love that. That is the most. I laugh every time I see it. I'm sorry, but I laugh every time. <laughs> As you and should. that's but that's the but that's the kind of humor. Yeah. And if you're not into that kind of humor, you're not gonna like Punisher or Garth Ennis comics. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine, totally. But this, but there should have been more jokes like that, and less oh, of the so much more. Again, the it was the parkour scene. It was that scene there. You knew when it hits, it hits so well. Yes, and it feels, and that is where I think you actually see the director Lexi. That's yes, see, correct. You see that what what she's trying to do versus and what the studios and everybody. The else. cops talking about how they don't know what a liaison is is just padding to try and <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah, getting on the day they didn't have scripts and, and I, they were like makeup stuff. Right, and again here we have a scenario where we've I feel like we've progressed too far to come back this way. Like this should have been in the middle, middle. of the movie. Yep, you know, like. I mean, and, and we're it, over an hour into this film, and now we're getting into, like, okay, now we're getting into the, and, the crux of the movie. And again, if we're going to talk about plot holes and, and, and corrections here, an easy fix is they're after them in the first place, and yep. Punisher, who doesn't want to deal with this problematic thing that he did, exactly, is now forced to take these two on yes. and deal with the mistake he made. Yes. Versus, that, like, him just kind of showing, showing up, at their up house in their house. No reason, and... And the, you lose the continuity scene where she has a gun on him but can't somehow stop them. Like, just a tiny cut. Just exactly. Just that would work very well. Exactly. And we're back in our blue period. Like, like Yep. And I think this better. is a good scene with Ray and the, the I child. I need somebody and, to do a super cut and put all the blue scenes closer together and all the red scenes closer together and all the green scenes. I mean, we'll I bet it, it would be awesome if Lexi Alexander could get all of her old oh, yeah. stuff and then have did the Lexi it. Lexi Alexander and, cut? And just yeah. have her do it. The way that she wanted to, good or bad, and, but and like give it, and then and really we should do that because Ray deserves it. I think. Yeah. He, he, I have never once said here that Ray took me out of this. No, Ray. Uh, yes, I think that Ray is one of the best parts of the film. I, I think that I the argue di- he's a great Frank Castle. Yes. Um. And I think that the directing, the directing, the making of the film, Ray here, those are all good things. It ready? just doesn't work. You ready? While well, this totally this unnecessary. Uh. Rate your Punishers right now. Okay. Um, I will say, I think, uh, John Barenthal. Okay. 
Um, Are we going to include 89? Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I will go John Bernthal, um, Ray Stevenson, Thomas Jane, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, but I, but again, and when people hear that, they go, oh, you love this. I just love the Garth Ennis Punishers. That was how I got introduced to Punisher. Yeah. And I've gone and read stuff from the before and after. But Garth Ennis Punisher was where I got into it. And this is a pretty good adaptation. Like, like the thing I say, and when people are like, I don't know if Garth Ennis Punisher is going to be for me. Right. I say... I remember back in the day saying, did you see Punisher Warzone? No. Watch mm-hmm. that movie. If you like anything in this movie, you will like Garth Ennis Punisher. This if is, you did not like one thing, you will not like... And that, that is actually uh, where we've moved into the cop scenes now. Yeah. Oof. It's going to be rough. Um, so this is more explanation of the cops not really be able to do anything. And they're like working for and right. helping be yes. corrupt yeah. and all it, that sort of it's stuff. It's all kind of like you could have this scene, I guess. This is kind of, it shows more of a connection. But I would prefer Jigsaw ruining everything versus yes. them like. And well, it, and, and did you notice the mirror is messed up because uh-huh. he messed it up. Great, but he didn't have to talk about it. There wasn't any silly. Anything. Yeah. Um, so, like, for me, um, my Punishers are, um, it's actually John Bernthal, Ray Stevenson, then, um... Dolph Lundgren? Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Dolph yeah, no, we're, we have the same. We're the same. We, we have the same, yeah. yeah. You and I are the same, and I, and, and everybody would say, like, oh, but Thomas was so good, and Thomas played it great. I think he's a, gr- that movie is it's, a better Punisher it's actually, movie. It's a better movie, <laughs> but when I'm, when I'm looking at Punisher... Ray's look, his demeanor, all fits. He never wavers. No, not once in this film. Exactly, and that's a tough thing. To and do. I think, and I think Thomas Jane was doing a great that Punisher. If they had made a sequel to that Punisher film from two thousand four, he should he should have done it. Yes, but like if you're saying I we're going to recast, and should I get a twenty year old Thomas Jane right in the second? Yeah, I don't think. So. Yeah, and, yeah, and what we're talking about how how important timing is. Yes. Right? Yes. Because the Thomas Jane Punisher dropped at the perfect time. Yep. And it was it was done with all the the tricks of the day at that time. It's a great it, crime film, and it fit perfectly. It's this a, movie yes. was about three years too late. Yes. You know. Yep. And it landed at a time where we were changing the landscape. We were changing. We're the trying to figure out how accurate, yeah. how not accurate. Right. Yep. And that's that's just. That's exactly, and that's the and this got caught up in the middle. Yep, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's one of those movies, but that's why we wanted to do the podcast so this will live on, and maybe who knows, maybe there's a super fan that we'll make who listens to this podcast. Yeah, I think my goal here is so you can one day. I don't think you ever, I don't think you ever seek out to just turn this bad boy on, right? Sure, but I do think you should know that it exists. Yes, enjoy the good parts of it. Yes, and maybe go back to a scene every now and then. And Absolutely, have, like I could watch the end of this movie. Yes, as a half hour pick me up. Oh yeah, anytime. Well, and and like I said, that first opening scene, I remember sitting in the theater, and every time I watch it, that's Punisher just yeah. just mowing down everybody. But and again, and I felt like now we're getting into the third act, and now we're like the this money is you and for, the, you ready for this. This is the start of the movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know that that sounds crazy. No, but you're right. But if we started the movie right here, 
okay, and then did a couple flashbacks on how he became Jigsaw. Way better. Way better, yeah. All of a sudden, it makes more sense as a film to where we come to our conclusion here. Yes. Because you would think that the conclusion is, I've got to save this wife and kid. Sure. But, but it, not. it's not. That's not what this movie is about. It's about, about yeah, yeah. <laughs> the movie's actually about, we have to stop Jigsaw, Jigsaw from ruining... The city. The city. Exactly. Like, it's 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 fascinating it how is, weird this is edited. It is. It really is. Um, uh, not good food. Mm-hmm. I did. I do like this. This scene is a, a good. Lot. Yes. It's a good scene. It's talks how this guy lives like this without any comforts. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoy that I have the same talent as Punisher. I can cook, thankfully, <laughs> I so cook. I can. So I'm sitting here going, just make some hot dogs, man. <laughs> nope, you can do that. It. I get it. If I'm on my own, I'm definitely doing MREs. That makes sense. Uh, so, yep. And and like you said, this is a great. Yeah, and we got this character. He had backstory. I wish we had a little more time with him because. Absolutely. This, this, his, his beats are literally like intro, turn. Like intro, turn, redemption. Yeah, yeah. Yep, like yep. that's that's his entire. We get nothing in between. Exactly. And it's it's just it's weird. It's like they wrote like on a, a on a, like a skeleton for the script, and they're like, yep. "Oh, did we put that guy in anything? Oh, no, just give him those four parts. Oh, okay. Yep. Or the studio cut out the other stuff. Because he could have yeah. been the example. Like, why are we having that guy and the cop? Like, both of them need this redemption arc? No. That's too many people, especially yeah. with what story you're trying to tell. Yes, but this is a... Yeah, this makes sense in a Punisher film, taking on um, a criminal and putting him... I need him, to point yeah. out that we probably have 20 minutes left of this movie. Right? Yes. And there are, I think, three other gangs that are involved in this film. And they're going to start fighting. Yep. And they have not been... Okay, we're here. A fun and villain land, everybody. We are... In new metal era, I, and I'm I'm here oh, for it. The, the soundtrack really. Like, oh God! But I'm I'm. It here took for me it. back. Yeah. But we are now finally in full jigsaw mode. You see, he's changed his. He thinks he's untouchable. Where do we get the army from? I can't, oh, Doug. Will you stop it? <laughs> Would you just? I understand that your partner looks ridiculous, but you need to stop it with the accent. I know. I wonder if if Dominic paid Doug to like overdo it so his accent would sound better. Something I don't know. <laughs> You're right. I, oh, this again. No, how they get micro is hilarious. It just kind of happened. They, I think they try to explain it later in the film, and you're like, why? Why yeah. did you cut it? Like you're like, that? why are you? Yeah, no, exactly. Cool feels, gun. The, uh, yeah, the gun's awesome. That's almost again back to '89 Batman. That's. Damn near the Joker and th- gun. this is brutal. And again, like the brutality and some of this is. Pr- but how much more impactful does this scene become if we didn't have one singular scene with with Micro's mom? Exactly. No, we like, needed this that. This is sad, and this is awful. Yes. And a great, great practical effect, but it 100. lands to nothing. Pretty it much. It literally just misses its lily pad deep into the swamp. Exactly. And talk about efficiency. 
Yeah. Jigsaw and Looney Bin Jam Just are, find the punish. <laughs> they, the, they know where his secret lair is. They know yeah. who the women he loves are. They. It's like... He finds an axe. Yeah. A great... <laughs> he acting against Doug, it's, it's unfair. I believe... Great, oh. great scene, though. Yes, it is. And... <laughs> Oh, God, come on. Fun and villain land, yes, everybody. Yes. Just none of this. The the efficiency in which they're doing it, they, they've they given us no clues on how any of this was... I think that they... I do think they'd give a, like a, a villain, like, wrap-up at the end oh, of yeah. how they do... How they did all this this quickly. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But it falls because, again, they're just... We're literally watching the film. It just started. It's hilarious to me. You're right, it de- definitely does feel like, like, oh, now we're going, yeah. Like, we finally got through all the bullcrap. Yep. Now we're going to go ahead and kick this off. Uh, this is the Bradstreet Motel. Tim Bradstreet is a longtime uh, artist on The Punisher. Mm-hmm. So that's a little nod there. And 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 it's the... It's the... This this movie is so rushed at the end. They yeah. literally have to do a montage to give you the plot point. Yeah. Yep. Usually a montage is like this is how our hero has gotten to the point where they're ready. Yes. This is a montage on how the villains figured out the problem of the film. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> which is where actually everything's basically wrapped up that has been in this film. He he knows who the villain killed. He he now he had already saved his he already saved his uh his um um oh yeah the the pro, like his yep, mom and yep, stuff yep. and but yeah though this is the most impactful death in this movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right here a great death scene yeah I love that that that's great this is a great Punisher that's a great great Punisher that's line. a great line what's it that's doing wor- in this movie. Like it's just it's just weird. Yeah, that was that was a great scene, exactly. And now, uh, and now this is what I call in my notes the trailer scene because so much from the trailer they pull from Ray here. This is just the, you know or whatever. This is the you know I punish the corrupt and eye for an eye and. Well, and the thing I like about this scene is this brings me. It gives me there. This is mostly because I've seen Netflix now. Netflix gave me this, but like I put this. Uh, okay, he's at Daredevil's church. He's sure. talking yep. to, you know, Daredevil's mentor. Yeah. Um, like, it has, that's, none of that's actually real. No. But I can but put it, that here and it adds so much depth to the Oh, yeah. The well, scene. and Daredevil and Punisher have uh, hand always, hand. are hand in hand. They're so great. Um, yeah. And again, I, like you said, this definitely feels like it should be towards the beginning of the movie. Yeah. This feels more. This feels like his what he should have done after he killed the cop. Yeah, is yeah. is the is thing, this scene the right thing, here? The uh, thing I didn't mention, but I wanted to when he had the daughter and mom at his base, he gave her that snow globe. Yes, and I was like, a snow globe is all you need to retract the trauma that came from a shotgun blast <laughs> to the face. <laughs> I know you saw that dude's eyeball slapping against it's, the wall. It's but fine. Look at this. That's amazing. Yes, the snow globe. You'll be good. Be okay. And now the cops have found him, and they're gonna. Again, this weird scene of like, now I'm with you, Castle. Not a lot has happened, but you know what? 
I'm a changed man, and we need to do but this. But you know what, though? Beautiful. I think this is one of the most beautiful scenes in the entire film. You the candles, right. Right. the background, the colors, the purple, the blue, the... Like, look at all that. Yeah, absolutely. And as someone who now has a camera has been messing around with focuses and out of focuses, that is hard well, again, to do. We're, we're definitely fitting and... Again, this is these are all the tricks of the trade at the time. Yep. You know, we've seen this scene before and this works and it works within the film. It they it should be more lit like this, you know. Yes. This is again with a filter and it changes now purple. The, the, it's very purple. And and this is where content matters. The writing and the content needed to be better and when you put these visuals with a better script, it would be an A+ plus movie. Mhm. Um, that's it. Just like it just doesn't click. That's... One of the things that I probably should have mentioned earlier, but now that we're coming up on the real good part of this film, yes, um, you have to understand that we were still. This is very much still in the time where we didn't know what a good comic book film meant. Yeah, you know, I mean, we... we had Batman Begins. We've had eighty nine to look at. Iron Man just dropped, and that and Dark Knight came out. Game. Yeah, Dark Knight changed the game absolutely spider-man 2002 had come out and yep. that changed it but we so we were like we can do this is hilarious this is hilarious yes again this is the the weird montage of, this is the yes again these guys had like a weird laundry list of like things that they needed to do and they're just kind of running errands the, and this is hilarious with them behind the this is like the patent scene where he's lo- talking to the troops i love this scene but to get back to my thought before we dive into this is yes. uh, is uh, they're doing everything they can. Yes. And now we're talking to a generation that have had 23 years of Marvel cinematic yep. films. Yep. And and even they're becoming they they're starting to recognize oh maybe we we don't know what we want, you know? <laughs> yep. Cuz after 10 a decade of great films even Marvel's got some wavering fan base now. Yep, absolutely. And that's fine because comics aren't going to be for everybody. Not every comic book no. movie's going to be for you. Nope. Um, and this is for our action heroes. And as an action movie, yes, I would put this in over um, maybe Rambo 3. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm watching sure. that, this over that. Sure. Um, you said that gritty escape. Yes. Earlier? Yes. The Slipknot soundtrack? Absolute, that's my gritty escape. The guys in monster masks that sing. Well, well and, and, like, and one of the things I love about watching some of these comic movies and things that this definitely is of a time. So if I ever get nostalgic for when I was 18, 19 or whatever, and it was the early 2000s, and I yeah. want to hear that music, see that, yeah. this is a great, you know, time capsule. It was a weird, like... Again, that was a weird place to put that song because all they were doing was walking to it. Yes, yes, it was walking to a hotel. Yes, but <laughs> there's there's gonna be in five minutes a scene of just straight carnage. Carnage. I yes, I have play this absolutely hardcore song to strike to the hotel. Exactly. Yeah, with, with people we've never seen before. It's weird. Yes, that's um. But the patent thing was funny and good and something that would be in a comic book. Sure. Um, but it feels out of place Yep. in this And film. editing matters, everybody. Yeah. That's one of the things that... And again, just while we've been talking, the amount of different scenes and scene setups we've had here... Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. 
there's no reason to have that many. It's just cluttered. It's absolutely cluttered. Mm-hmm. We should be done with the cops by now. Yes, and and like you said, the Punisher stuff is the most interesting, and we should not be cutting away from that as much. But, um, what are we doing here? What's going on? Yeah, Why? now we're into a like we don't crime. know the Russians are mad at Jigsaw from the amazing scene we saw forty minutes ago. Yes, but now yeah, it, it, we don't need the we don't need soap and, and yeah. the F- FBI agent to tell us. To find the dad, yeah. The dad should already be on top of this. We don't need this spoon fed to us here. But again, you know what this feels like to me? This feels like we have these actors on set, let's go shoot something, uh-huh. because we don't know a better way of connecting them. Right. There's. It's It's just that. Like. Yeah. But it it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. You could have this scene because the big setup is the turn later. Yeah. And that could happen regardless. Exactly. Yes. You they don't would show up, be like, all right, we're here to kill Punisher. Actually. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, I like this aspect. The problem being is that this has been done and way better. Yes. We're talking the wall, or or, uh, is the wall what? The raid. The raid. Thank you. Yep. The raid. Raid. Uh, Dread. Yep. Dread was great. Like. Yep. This has been done. Dread came after, but like it did. It did. But but you're right. This is raid was done before this. Yes. Yeah. Or around the same. I think it's twenty. No, I can't remember. But you're right. You're right. Um, but this is still one of the better parts of the movie is when Punisher comes and starts destroying all these guys. Absolutely. But again. The crazy hardcore music, and all everybody's doing is kind of loading their guns. Hardcore music, just rock metal going on. Loading guns, <laughs> getting in cars, <laughs> walking just through the streets. It's just a weird. It's a weird. It is really weird. No. You know, when you watch these scenes, you really miss James Gunn. You do. You're like James Gunn knows how to put a soundtrack to. Uh, yes. A scene. Uh, and great set here. Oh, I love this now set. we're getting into some. This is a great set. This feels very villain lair. This feels. It's all here, man. Yes. It's all here. And now we. <laughs> the way he's done. <laughs> Looks like Winnie the Pooh. Just like, uh... <laughs> It's. Yeah, no, that's great. But. Yeah. I'll get it. Very Russian, the way he's talking. <laughs> no. I'm here to see the jigsaw. I yeah, what? some of the, the accent work on this. Needs. See, you know, what's really funny is Ray Stevenson is Australian, and he's doing a great yeah. accent, but some of these other guys are just not great. Yeah. And again, if you wanted my piece about how we didn't need any of this, Punisher is going to go ahead and... Showed that we didn't need any of this. Yes. Well, and, and when I see this scene, I go, Punisher doesn't care. Punisher is going to go, oh, so that's another mob that's going to kill cool, those I'll guys? I'll kill all them, too. I'll kill all them, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. Thank you for putting them in a room. I appreciate that. But, like, we didn't need that scene because Punisher is going to just take out this FBI agent. He doesn't need to be here. No, he doesn't. Even the main character thinks so. Ex- yeah. 
And it wasn't a good enough red herring that I ever believed he'd be a part of this either. Sure. Yep. No. Uh, it would have been. It would have been a slightly. There we go. And now we've taken that problem out of the equation. We can actually move on. <laughs> I do like soap's acting. Here, I, though. Soap is good. Just keep waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, there are scenes, there are characters, there yeah. are parts of a good movie in here. This is, I mean, we're about to get into just straight chaos for uh, a good 15 I think, minutes. Yeah, I think I have Let the Carnage Begin is, yes. my, is my note. And, and, and so if you want my advice, anytime you're like, man, I kind of like those scenes... Just pop this in and start it right at this point. Yes. <laughs> and just enjoy this craziness. Exactly. And if you're an action fan, you're going to enjoy this last part of this little mm-hmm. scene. There's going to be some fun over the... But again, like, that shot's great looking. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a brilliant looking movie. The thing I would have is Punisher maybe be a, lit more, a bit more tactical sure. in yeah. his approach to this raid. Well, and, and, and like you said, we don't need to see him climbing the ladders and we, getting... We don't. We just, just go in and start killing some people, yeah. yeah. You, could, you could even set it up to where he had previously placed C4 everywhere or yes. something. Like, I have a, I already have it locked down. Like, but this is cool now. This this is going to be a cool scene. I, but I like the tactical of it all. Yes. This has a bit more tactical than even Bernthal's does. Yes. With the way he's strapped to the nines in body armor. Yes. Uh, in John Bernthal's, he's amazing at taking bullets as a human being. Like, yep. He's really good at it. At least in this one. I do enjoy that Punisher finally figured out that he could put a silencer on his guns. Oh, this he, entire film, he has yet to do he, that. He hasn't, yes. <laughs> like, even when he was like just kind of running up and trying to be silent, he just fired his gun without a silencer on it. Excellent. And then... This is this is hilarious. This is <laughs> kick the can and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> I do a, like that guy. It's a yeah. little bit of probably when they saw the script. That's the kind of look he got. They went, oh, okay, <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of movie. Anytime they were in a scene with Doug, and he was like, "I want my apple sauce." sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's oh man, yeah. oh, but again, brutal, which is what you want from a. Uh, Mm-hmm. And, and door, doors and corners, that's how they get you. Uh, we're, another we're, from the Expanse. And we're not in, we're not in, um, we're not doing massive martial arts. No. It's straight gunfire military tactic, which I enjoy. Yep. I think. Smoke, yep. Yeah, I think that I would have probably brought in a few more specialists to show you how you would do these kind of things. Yep. Only to add a teensy bit of realism. I like sure. over the top, as yep. it should be. I, I think that this is a, a little um, flaunting the armory, which is important in a Punisher movie. doesn't hit me, but I'm sure a gun nut is like, heck yeah, that's exactly. like blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. No, but you're right. This Punisher is less of, less of the hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know. But in this case, uh, this that, Punisher is stoic. And yes. Not, and uh, this is where I think that Bernthal beats Ray in these aspects because there's something about... Uh, Bernthal's he does a really good guttural like grunts and like yes like amping himself up when he's doing insane feats yes and this one is more of a stoic let's just get it done I'm not this yep. is not anything I'm I'm almost not even working great scene that <laughs> that was cool that's a cool 
Great. Like, they probably saw that. It's like, time. It's <laughs> time. It's time. I tell you that. Uh, in this case, um, you could have showed that, and they were probably like, this movie might work. Like, yes. that was that good of a scene there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> and this is Punisher. Mm-hmm. I'm hurt. Can you help me? No. I sure can. I'll help you with the... I'll help you the only time you ever need help again. Yeah, exactly. Great. I like the, yep. the chaos of it all. And, I, and again, look at all the shots here. The yeah. lighting, everything yeah. is clear. It's and beautiful that looking. messy, but that looked so good to me. Like, that yes. was absolute punishment, like, just doing shots as he could to scare the hell out of people. Yep. It's part of it. And now we're going to yep. get into the to our ending little part here. Oh, this was... Great. This is, yeah. Very, again, that scene, that just totally Garth Ennis. Now, what do you want your main hero to do? You want him to kill the villain. Please, yes. Punisher, kill this guy, kill this Anything villain, please. stop this guy from talking. Yes, please. <laughs> I know that I've seen this movie, but if this is the first time, that's what you want. You want Punisher, you're like, yes, please. Please kill him with the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good scene in the tile work here. Um, great, great action sequence. Like, it messed up, messed up, good. And they they didn't lean into this enough, where he was like methodical with his fighting. Yes, like, they should have absolutely leaned into that, making him a lot more uh, a lethal. Yeah, yes, yeah, lethal. Well, exactly. like you said, in here he's doing all these jumping arounds and martial arts. Right. But where was this except for him bouncing into... M- bouncing. is all Like, he did that one weird flip. Like, is that all that was supposed to tell us? Yeah. He should have taken an ear or something, though. And like, I do is- like that he gets mad and is like, cool. Yeah. Yep. And it even scares him, and that's how we get out of the... Uh- yeah. yeah. Excellent. Great fight. I love the tile and the clanking. Yes, sound-wise. the sound effects. Again, um, and if you look at, like... Uh, if you look up the old uh, Roger Ebert review, mm-hmm. he says, I didn't think it was possible to do pretty much everything well in a movie and still not have it work out. Oh, that's and that's what, what his, said, that's yeah. what he thinks about this movie, and I agree. I think you're, that's a great description. Like you have... the, 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 the camera work is not bad. The acting isn't all bad. Mm-hmm. The, not everything is bad. No. There is stuff that is actual A-tier movie making, but it's just not working. This is one of the things that you... I know that when I watch movies with my 16-year-old, yes, right, he hates the Marvel movies because you can always tell how the ending's going to be. Sure, right? yep. If this is a Captain America movie, we know exactly how this scene plays out. Exactly. You know? Yep. And here, we we get a very big breath of fresh I think this air. is a great... Um, I think this is one of the more unique comic book endings of any comic book movie, of uh, yeah. any of them. And I love that about this movie. Correct. I it, still think about this. It, as a, yeah. it goes for it yes. in, in, in such a raw way that yes. uh, it's really sad that it's hidden behind this um, kind of mediocre uh, production. Yes, because, exactly. Because... It's it's a gem. The ending's a gem here. Yep, and you can tell that this was probably one of the parts that she said that the you know the beginning and the end was written out, and this is why. Mm-hmm. And I remember in the movie theater, the first time you see this, you go, "How's he going to do this? How's he going to save the day? How's he going to save everyone?" The the goal is not like who he's going to choose. The goal is always 
how are they going to get both? Yep. You know, how are they going to do that? Yep. And in, in this in this film, they go, no, it's Punisher. This isn't Spider-Man. Correct. Yep. This is Punisher. And I, and I love that. And I remember loving that. And I think that's why I felt better about this movie when I, when I left the theater and I told people, oh, they should see it. Yeah. And then, you're right, I haven't watched it many times. I think I watched it maybe once since it's come out before yeah, we maybe, did the podcast. Yeah. But rewatching it, I'm like, yeah, I think the ending just ha- left me on such a, that was a Punisher ending. Yeah. And, and it's one, I will say that given credit to Lexi or even the three-headed monster of production companies yep um i will say that they they did use the right trope of leave them with the best you have yes you know yep and this is a great punisher scenario exactly how what's he gonna do thank you great thank you oh great and yep and I remember people gasping in the theater because yeah. it's like, and he was going to kill the girl too. So yeah. if he hadn't done that, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's dark, but that's that's, that's Punisher. Perfect that, Punisher, right yep. there, guys. Perfect. Exactly. And now we want to see Jigsaw and Punisher battle. And um, if you're a Punisher fan, this is his Joker. So yeah. seeing them fight and just beat up on each other, come on, it's great. Yeah. And it's dark. Again, it's gritty. Also. Batman 89. Yep. Uh, they're on top. They're not on a rooftop, but they're no, on a very tall building. <laughs> yes. And then, but I love that he just trying yes. to destroy him as much as yeah. he can. Yes, and I would. There's almost too much uh, um, him not wrecking him here. Like, sure. Like, pitch yep. perfect Punisher would have been, he'd have broken both his legs, snapped yep. his arm. And then she'd have been like, Frank, you're killing this man in front of my daughter. I agree. I There's agree. no amount of snow globes that are going to help this. <laughs> do you have, how many snow globes do you have? <laughs> That's amazing. And then, oh, yep. Yeah, and to put him on the spit. It's great. It's perfect. It's perfect Punisher, there yeah. Was, there was a video game that was actually banned because of, they were doing comic accurate Punisher like of course, kills. Of course, they, yeah. So like, one of his things, and they kind of flirted with it in the Thomas Jane film, is he likes to torture people to get his his st- yeah his, his stuff. But the way he does it is usually insane. Awful CGI. Why Ter- did it go on his eye? Yeah, it doesn't. Anyway, <laughs> practical effects ten. CGI there was about a three. Three, correct. <laughs> why? Why ruin your no? But you're right. Yes. No, but you're right. You're right. Yes. You know, like so. So that putting him on the spit with a skewer is, is wonderful. Is wonderful, and that is like yeah. I love you so much. It's been so long. We've been friends. <laughs> this is our. We're all supposed to care that we're all okay. Meanwhile, Punisher just walks out the front door. No, Punisher will be gone, and you don't hear from yes. him again. But more mysteriousness. Yes. But now we see that the, you know. Wait. Wait. Okay. All right. Okay. What about it? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I go home now? <laughs> okay. Oh, thank we, God. we liked Nikki now? <laughs> thank God Nikki thought we, we were. We really, really like Nikki now, I guess. Okay, bye-bye. Adorable, unnecessary. Yeah. He he should... 
I understand what they're doing. Here, I do understand. Yeah, it's just not working. If he's learning, like learning for a family, yes, you know, and doesn't know how to like open up again, I need more. I needed more focus. There I needed need to be more. Yes, it, yes. And there wasn't. And now we. And I think this ending scene is pretty fun. Is a funny fun. This is how it should have ended. Soap should have set them up. Yes. Should have met him in the back at the church. That's why he was there in the first place to set up the meeting and blah blah blah. Yes. To walk off this end. I I have no problem with this ending at all. No. No, he never will. Yes. But even Soap is telling him who he is as Punisher, which earlier Punisher wasn't trying to be Punisher, and now he's going to reiterate who he is, which is a... It's just juxtaposed to what they were saying earlier. Yes. And this... was a funny line. This is... I'm not a fan of that. I enjoyed that. Hey. Batman shows up. <laughs> Frank Ek, th- again great great shot and I love think love that yeah I could and then it <laughs> I'd have highlighted the Punisher just even longer but yes. other than that great Aha. and there it is there is Punisher War Zone. Made it outside of the war zone. Exactly. Um, so, uh, wow. Uh, again, there, there's a lot there. Some good stuff. Good stuff. Bad timing. Bad editing. It it fell the same problem as I've felt before with other other films and comic books. There's so many wheels turning and so many hands in the pot to get this thing done. Exactly. One misstep can ruin an entire take or a film itself. Exactly. Uh, this is. Even with the things that we've watched, this is not the worst thing we've watched. Oh, no. Oh, no. You guys don't know what that is. but Exactly. We we have watched something that I I did not mind it, even after the third watch. No. The third watch, I was like, yes. okay. Yeah, you know, I think that I'm going to be good for a quite a few quite years a while. Yeah. on this, but re-watching it the first time and a couple times, that it, first re-watch it, it, was, was... it was fun. It, was, it took me back to... Uh, you know, early 2000s, 16 years ago, however yeah. many years ago this is now. And, um, and that's, and that's fun. And, you know, um, is it one of the greatest? No, but is it one of the worst? I don't think so. Either. I don't think so either. And, uh, it is definitely, it, if you've never seen the film, hopefully this wasn't your first watch. I, I think you should go watch it. I will say and, that. Yeah. Because some people love this. Like I was saying before we started, Patton Oswald is a huge fan and you can look up like, um, you know, videos and stuff from the time or like tweets and he's like he loved it. He right. he thought this was a perfect one to one Garth Ennis, you yeah. know. And 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 I you know, I think that if you're a Punisher fan, there's there's room to love this. Right? Yes. You know? One hundred. And uh it's just I think that it's it's gonna be it's one of those films that when people list out Punisher films Yes. They forget about it. They do. And and that's unfortunate because you're looking at in our opinion this the second best from uh, yes. Frank Castle in existence. Exactly. Um, yeah, the John Bernthal, of course, is, you know, as of this recording, uh, he's the most recent and the yeah. one that is coming back for Disney and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for the second best, I think this was this movie. And thank you, Ray. You thank you very much, Ray. You hearts and you're always part of our comic book. Yep, this one, this one's dedicated to you. It's why we did it. So, and, for uh, Ray Stevenson. For everybody else, thank you for watching. We truly are listening and watching along with us. We truly appreciate it. Thank you very we'll much. catch you on the next movie. 
Let's get out of here, buddy. All right, let's head to the cars. All right, bye-bye. Bye.